This year, I have travelled across the country, meeting families, talking about how the pandemic has impacted on their lives. Like Family with Brenda Donoghue. In today's programme, I revisit some of the families we met to see how they got on as 2020 unfolded and what they're hoping for in 2021. And you can join the conversation on Twitter at Brenda Donoghue or email brenda at rte.ie. breakfast time in Becky's house in County Wexford. I was last here in May and since then Bella Rose who's four has had a major operation to repair her cleft palate. And how are you feeling? A little bit better. Was everybody lovely to you in the hospital? She's nodding her head that's good. And Molly, well Molly who's 12 has cut her hair short bought a pair of Doc Martens and is heading to secondary school next September. I know, I'm really, really, really excited. I got into two of the schools that I wanted and I had to pick. So I picked the one that I really, really, really wanted and I'm really happy with my choice and all my cousins go there. Patchy, who's five, has started school and discovered a new type of music. I have been listening to Mozart and if people listen to it, they would get smarter and smarter, like me. <laughs> like you. Yeah, I'm what's the song? stock music. Your homework has to go back today. And it's out the door and off to school. Right, guys, are we ready? Let's go. I have to say it is my favourite time in the morning. As much as I love the kids... I do love when they all go to school and I can come back and just breed. Um, but it's like the calm after the storm, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> Not before it. If we look across the year, was there a particular low point that stands out for you? It was probably the homeschooling. And it wasn't about teaching the kids. It was my own self-doubt that I couldn't do it. I realise now, though, I shouldn't have felt that way. But there is no doubt that Bella's surgery was a great success. So Bella, uh, Bella's palate um, needed to be repaired, but the plan was that it wouldn't be done till she was about eight or nine because she was so small. But um, due to the fact that her speech and language couldn't go any further, the team waited up and we decided to go ahead and get it done. So basically she went up and got her palate repaired but the hole was was so large that they used um, a graft from her hip. So it was literally the full of her palate. So she has stitches all wrapped around her teeth and up the middle and across the back. And I never thought I'd say a palate was beautiful, but it is absolutely beautiful. Becky, let's look ahead to 2021. Molly's starting her new school. Bella will be starting big school, primary school. Um, Patchy will be settled. So I kind of decided that, well, 
everything's calm, relatively calm compared to what it used to be. Bella's health is really good. So I kind of decided that it was time to take a good hard look at myself and where I want to be. I suppose I'm the captain of the ship and if I don't know where I'm going in life, then how will the kids follow suit? So I decided to go back and use... um, The pandemic, I suppose, in a way with a lot of online courses and stuff to educate myself, as selfish as it might sound, I don't want it all just to be about the kids because I need to teach them that you need to move forward and you need to better yourself. I'm learning to be a SNA. It's probably a bit difficult. I'm in the bed on the laptop and the kids are climbing all over my copy books and paperwork, but you look at it's not just the way it is, but they're excited that mommy's going to school and mommy's learning and they're going to school and they're learning. And maybe in 2021 that when I get them all settled that I could start working. If I had a thought last year that I'd be studying something, I would have said no. But because life slowed down, I was able to realise there is time. There is time to do something else. like to acknowledge those who are not with us today but who may be watching remotely. It's 10 o'clock in the morning near Carrick Across in County Monaghan. Members of the governing body. Aoife's family are gathered around a laptop. Members of the academic council. Yeah, technology's gone again, has it? Yeah, I think my my tech wizard's trying to figure it. We have it. She's about to graduate from university. A fully qualified midwife. <laughs> and Dr. Geraldine O'Connor. Bachelor of Science, Honours in Midwifery. Aoife Byrne. What's it doing? Three small children, a busy household, and a hospital internship in the middle of a pandemic. What has kept Aoife and Jason going? And Jason points at you. Jason, why are you pointing at Aoife? Oh, because Aoife done most of it. Well, I know I wasn't prepared to let anything affect this year because I'd spent three years busting myself to get to the point where I was getting ready to qualify. So we've sacrificed for the last three years. Um, So, yeah, I suppose there was a little bit of kind of digging my heels in and saying, bloody COVID, no, it's not going to take this away from me and it's not going to take this off us. And you do also think to yourself like, well, I know we did because we'd many a discussion about it. There's so many people that's worse off. So you have to kind of say to yourself, like, pull your socks up now and get on with it. Like, this could be a hell of a lot worse for you. Looking back over the year, do you think you've changed your attitude to anything? Have you learnt anything from it, either about each other, about yourselves, about how you look at life? I think so. I think we we slowed down a little bit. Um, the kids had begged and begged and begged for about 18 months to get a dog. And 
we got our lovely little boy Jax. He's not little though, sure he's not Chris. Um, he was little. He lost a, he lost a, a baby tooth. And uh, you know, yeah, going for walks with him. That became a thing for us then, you know, we had this dog and we'd go for a walk. And But it was all, it was kind of stepping back and the little things. So it wasn't like, you know, we couldn't go on the holiday that we had planned this year. So it was kind of little things like, you know, having like, games and playing games we had good fun with some of the games that we have didn't we and getting the paddling pool out and playing outside and making our play-doh and doing all them little things so and playing with kinetic sand kinetic sand we love a bit of that um so i think (laughs) i think it was just about uh slowing down 2021 as we Move forward. What are we thinking? Kitchen renovation, Jason. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. <laughs> Jason, kitchen renovation. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah. We're here now. Twenty. What are we in this house? Thirteen or fourteen years, and it's the same kitchen since we moved in. I suppose we focused on it more when we were, you know, locked down and couldn't go anywhere. Um, but yeah, things like that. Luke starting secondary school. Hopefully no COVID. Hopefully no COVID. Uh, you know, confirmation, my niece's first Holy Communion. Holiday? Yeah. Sun holiday. Well, I, I'd be happy with down the country at this stage. I'd be quite happy to stay in Ireland um, just to, but just to get away for a couple of days. Simple stuff. These are all the Audacia fans. I'm, I'm very honoured to be among the Waterford fans today, I can tell you. Lunchtime in the local and Dungarvan is very busy nowadays, even with the COVID guidelines. And Helena's looking forward to having her pub back to normal. Oh, I can't wait. Like, all my stools will be up at the bar. People will be able to eat at the bar again. The music will be back, it won't be bookings that people are standing at the door waiting. Everything is so controlled now and you have to be so careful. I just can't wait for everything just to go back to normal. It's just the I just can't wait for the masks, everything, social distancing, all those words. I never want to say them again because the ethos of an Irish pub is everybody together, everybody having the banter. Once we get that back in full flow, that's my wish for 2021. That we just get back to being normal people. As in Paul Messi. <laughs> Upstairs, Helena sits down with her daughter Molly, who's home from UCC. Oh, my life is changing every day in every possible way. For someone running a business, especially a publican. And I know you do food and that has been your saviour. How have you coped with that? Or what what has that actually been like for you, Helena? It has been really tough and I'm really positive person. And anyone will tell you, like going back to the semi-final at halftime, we were seven points down. I was the only one in the room that said we we're going to win the match. <laughs> so like I'm always seen, I always am really positive. So for me mental health was never an issue or I never really understood it but I did understand it in the second lockdown because you're so anxious 
you know, I think in life you have to look forward to things. Like be it going to Crow Park, be it going to Kilkenny for a night, be it whatever you're doing, a birthday party or a wedding. That All of those things were taken away from us this year. For me, I did focus on the positives of doing positive things for the business. And I do believe that we will come through this and I believe everyone will come through it and we might be more appreciative of what we have. It's going to make me focus that I have to spend more time doing things for myself. I really hope she does what she's saying she will do next because she deserves it in all fairness 21 years in this place I'd crack up I don't know how she hasn't cracked up but um, I really do think she will do it and what a year you've had tell me a little bit about your year if you told me that I'd be in a room up in uni halls in UCC doing college from my laptop and literally having no social life I would have laughed and said you're messing with me like that's not gonna happen like I'd be inside in voodoo's every night of the week that's a nightclub in Cork no not sure none of that happened haven't haven't set foot in there yet it's how the cards were dealt like there's nothing we can do about it and I think that's one thing I did have realized this year like everything happens for a reason my mum's after realising she needs to take a break. How long are we telling her that? <laughs> Molly is philosophical, but what has sustained uh, her through just, this year? I don't really know what to say. I, and I have thought about this question. Look, everyone's had a really strange, a really strange year. It's not just us, it's the whole world. Like, there's seven billion people in the world. Like, Ireland is tiny compared... Like, Dungarvan is microscopic compared <laughs> to the rest of the world... And we're like when you think of it, like you can't even. I couldn't think of how many other people are in the world if I to think of faces. Like there's, there's towns in Ireland that I don't even know the name of, and all the people that are living there. So you just have to take into account. It's not only me that's feeling like this. It's everyone, and we're all in the same boat, and we're all holding on to that same hope, and it's just really comforting. As you look ahead to two thousand and twenty-one. What are you looking forward to? What do you think your lives are going to be like? Well, basically the vaccine is going to come. So I'd be hoping that things will go back to semi-normal where we do have things to look forward to and events to go to. And, you know, I was just looking the other night, Simply Red are playing in the three arena. I must have seen them in the, I don't know. The RTS, I was there. Yeah, I was actually there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and like I, like, I never thought Mick Hutnell was good looking at the no. concert. And then I thought, oh, my God, he's just, he's some stud. Who are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I'm going to go to that concert next year because like we should grab life with both hands. County Meath, big sister Casey is helping with Callie, one of the triplets who arrived in May of this year. I'm just brushing Callie's hair because she slept on it a bit wonky last night and she just likes getting her hair brushed so much. Oh, don't put it in her face. <laughs> she just took out my hand there and she's just trying to um, brush her face, but it's on the top of your head, Callie. There's seven months now. What have you observed? Because I know you do a lot of work with them. Well, I can tell you that Callie is just the smiley one and then Quinn has the temper and Minnie's just mixed emotions. (laughs) (laughs) 
what's really funny in the kitchen is Dave is just permanently beside the nappy station changing yeah. nappies and chatting away. Dave, how many nappies have you just changed right now and you're still I'm just, at it? Just now, I've only done three. Only done three. Just done three now. Yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, this is this is like my second home now, this station. Like, I'm here like 18, 19 times a day easily. And that's if there's no bloody messes in between, isn't it, Kelly? But, uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll be hitting this, this nappy station between 18, 19 times a day. Look at her. She's all happy now. She has a clean bum. Yeah. yeah, right. What a smile. Yeah, she's oh. full of smiles, Callie's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at you. Look at your big smile. Look at your big smile. Both of you wanted to have yeah. a family, yeah. and then you get pregnant. Then it's triplets. But you don't expect to be having triplets in the middle of a pandemic. I'm just wondering, for all of that hardship you would have gone through, do you forget about all that? No. Well, actually, uh, I, I, my fourth instinct was to say no, but... When you're in the thick of it like that, and like literally ever since we found out we were expecting the triplets, it was about getting to the next day. You've just gotten over that uh, so many weeks, like you're after getting over 30 weeks, so you're after get, and you and and even when they came along, then it's like okay, they're doing this now, they're taking so many meals, and then you just it's, need to get it's to the constant. Floor. You just need to get to the four, just yeah. And now they're just rolling around the floor, and I I swear they're saying da 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 da. Well, like you don't forget, like you don't you. Just, well, like when you take stock of it, you don't forget. I I took stock of it by um, I had a panic attack a few weeks ago. I was watching something that I had recorded, and it was like I was talking about the experience of David not being able to to come into the hospital, which was the absolute lowest point, like from the pregnancy throughout when the girls were born, but. When I was looking at myself, talking back to myself, I was so sad. Like, I was looking at this girl saying mm. about what had happened and all the rest of it. And I was just, I had a massive panic attack just thinking about everything that we went through. Because, as I said, you're going through day to day, trying to get through this, this day to get to the next day. So you can check that off and say, yeah, we've done that day. But then when you actually sit back and take stock of it, so much has happened. Mm. And, like a lot of great things but a lot of bad things as well you know and mm. that triggered me off to have a, a, a little panic attack and off I took myself down to the doctors to get myself sorted out but like mm. I know that we've had triplets and it's been crazy for us but like everybody else has had a mad year as well yeah. Emma how are you doing now? Um, like that's what I was <laughs> going again yeah. why am I going again? <laughs> Listen your eyeliner is fantastic oh, I like you have a terrible effect on me I tell you <laughs> No, I think it's just talking about like it's not something that we sit down and talk no. about regularly, you know. And when you do reflect on it, it brings up that rush yeah. of emotions. But I do, I, I feel like I have a great GP and very easy to talk to and very open and honest mm. and all the rest of it. You know, Dave's so. mum is on her way for a rare visit. Living over the county border and caring for her own mother means that she hasn't had enough time with her lovely granddaughters. I haven't seen my mum in about six to eight weeks now it's been quite a while now yeah. i'm a little nervous the babies are going to make stranger i know but uh yeah they seem to be doing okay so i'm hoping they don't uh take the stranger my mom will be heartbreaking but that's but the bell here's my mom now that's the bell that's the doorbell hello how are you doing mother haven't seen you is it the baby's granny it's the reunion <laughs> after all the how lockdown two months you're dying to get in to see them yeah. i uh, haven't seen them since october oh, hello <laughs> This is a big deal for Sharon, the triplets granny. It's a big deal because they've grown so much. And 
they're not going to know me. I mean, two months in a baby's life is a long, long time. It's a huge amount of time in their life, it really is. And if I was to take one of them now, I imagine she would probably cry, would you? Do you want to give her a go? Would you probably cry? This is Callie here, ma'am. Hello, baby. Oh, you're getting heavier? Hello, yeah. Nah, no, she's all right. She's doing okay. Is that your granny? Say, hey, nanny. Hey, <laughs> nanny Hopkins. Callie is the one that's actually making strange everybody the is most. It? Yes, yeah, so you're doing well. Look at you. No, nanny. That's your nanny Hoppo. Yeah. Your nanny Hoppo. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, give me that microphone. Yes, yeah, she's <laughs> a big girl. Good girl. <laughs> you must be very proud of the way. Dave has adapted to you. the triplets and I am so proud of him. I really am. Aww. Because he wasn't used to babies. I mean, him himself and his sister, there's 11 months between them. So he never really had a lot of babies around. Yeah. But he's taken to this like a duck to water. Yeah. Really has. And he's, and he's so happy. Yeah. He's so happy with it, he is. <laughs> it's been it's the making of him, I think. And are they looking forward to 2021? So 2021, we'd be looking forward to uh, staying in the new year and just getting to celebrate everything that we didn't get to celebrate in 2020. Everything we missed out on in 2020, basically, we can uh, celebrate the whole lot of it in 2020. Squeeze it all into one year, you know. We we'll make a good year following such a such a, a bad year, you know. And it's mad that you say bad because it's it's. Yeah, I know. I know, it, I know what you're saying, but like it's weird and wonderful. Like it's yeah, been mad. Weird and wonderful. Just yeah. want to get rid of the weird. Yeah. You know, and just have the wonderful for 2021. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I like that. that that's yeah, a good. That's, that's a good outlook. Hello. This is the time of year when we think about those who are grieving and pick up the phone to see how they're getting on. Okay, I'm just getting organised here. Hold on. You get comfortable. The dog in. Okay. Okay. John McGrady died in the spring of 2020 from COVID. His wife, Nell, survived the virus. Both were nursing home residents. Okay. Okay. Are you sitting comfortable? I asked their daughter, Kate, yeah. how her mum was doing. She, um, dad was in the nursing home for about a year and she missed him and relied on him so much um, that she took herself in there to be with him as well. Now, she also had Parkinson's or has Parkinson's. Um, so she's there now and hasn't had any closure. She's still looking for dad. She thinks that he's either away golfing or gone to work or he's up in Donegal at home. Um, and she now wants to go home herself now because she w- was there to be with him and he's not there. She still sits in the same seat and his seat is empty and she's sitting waiting for him to come in, as we all are. Um, words can't explain what it's like for her or for us and the fact that Dad's not there and there's no closure for that at all. Kate, have I told you that this time last year that 2020 would have been like this. You would have lost your father. You would have had the whole COVID pandemic, the restrictions to see your mother. What would you say, like February, January of last year? None of this was in your head, obviously. No, you wouldn't have perceived anything like this at all. Um, We've missed so many things. We've missed my mum's celebration for her 80th. We've missed my dad's funeral. You could not write this. Um, and say this is what's going to happen. I lost my job, children out of school. Um, 
Yeah, we're all walking around in circles. We're all literally walking around in circles. Do you find then that you're kind of at a loss in a way? Yeah, you're you're very lost. You're very lonely. You're very isolated. Um, yeah, I miss friends. I miss family. Terrible. Um, but yeah, the, the isolation has been terrible for my mother and for us, for everybody that can't see their friends and family at the moment. Um, but you couldn't write this because nobody would foresee what has happened to us as a country, as a family. Well, Back in January and February. It's just relentless. Most of the time I wouldn't know what day it is. Um, yeah, I just want to get back to, to friends and family and socialising. And in the winter, it's dark, it's grey, it's, you're not going out anymore. So there's less of that contact or there's less of that um, for your mental health. Going out for a walk or meeting up with people, that, that's all disappeared again. So it, it's got a little bit darker this time, definitely. Case you and your family, but I'm I'm talking to you about you only at the moment, have faced so many challenges this year. Do you think you've changed as a person or have you learned anything about yourself? Mental health has been a huge thing for me and my children. Um, we I've taken on a lot of things like mindfulness, uh, yoga. My daughter is a yoga instructor, thank God. Um, and she would help me calm myself and breathe and and not to let things get in on top of me, um, which they were. So yes, reaching out to people, doing your breathing, doing your exercises, uh, keeping yourself well, getting your sleep, eating well um, and exercising are all very important. And these are things I didn't do a year ago um, that I have been introduced to this year because of the situation we're in. That's the only positive I can think that came out of this whole situation is we're all looking after ourselves a little bit better. Just remind me again, Kate, what ages are your children again? Uh, Sean is 17, Ellie is 19 and Aideen is 22. Kate, if I can get you to close your eyes and if you can look ahead a full year, imagine we're in 2022, what do you hope for? I'm back in work. Um, I can go and see my mum and bring her for a bun whenever I want to. Um, um, I want to give her a big hug and tell her that we all love her so much and we miss her terrible. I want to have been on holidays and planning holidays and going and see friends and living life as much as possible because yes, we'll embrace life a whole different way after the year that we've had um, and yeah climbing mountains and jumping in lakes and doing things that we all talk about what we, we never do um, we're going to do and we'll have done them by 22. That's Hopefully. wonderful Kate that is wonderful. Um, all, all I'm thinking of is sitting here is like because I'm with my family all, all year um, but all I want now is to be with my mum and, and give her as many hugs as I can and wheel her into the pavilions and bring her shopping and as I said a bun and a cup of coffee and meet up with her friends again and yeah I can't wait to do that that's going to be something really special That's all for this edition of Like Family 
Thanks to all the families who took part in our programmes across the year and for those who contributed today. Thank you for listening. And from producer Eileen Hearn and myself, Brenda Donoghue, warm wishes for 2021.